0: Lots of lip. The ticket covers the spread this season on Cowboys game day. It's TC and Jake.
1: Sports Radio thirteen ten KTCK Dallas Sports World.
0: Hey, folks, welcome. It's the Grape Fest preview episode. <laughs> Jake, <laughs> do you have your ten favorite Grape Fest things ready?
2: Uh, no, I'll be ready by tomorrow evening when we. When we make our way down there. When we grape fest it up. Buy now, some trinkets. We,
0: it's not our grape-fest episode. As Jake says, that's tomorrow. Um, I'm, I'm, we're here to make a major station announcement, and that is that uh, after much consideration and uh, having too much shit to do in my life, I've decided uh, not to do the uh, college football podcast that very few of you are probably aware that I did do. Um, and that just didn't sit right, with him, right to me. I didn't want to just, you know, whatever. Because I, I, I very much enjoy talking with uh, my co-host about about football. And uh, I thought that a, a good middle position, um, forever involved, would just be to have him on It's Just Banter from time to time. So Ben Muth is with us. Ben, welcome.
1: How's it going? How's Arizona? It's lovely. Excited to be here on the flagship. Um, ready Ready to talk some ball.
2: Do we have to just talk ball? You can talk about whatever you want I would I would think they issued a warrant for Alec Murdoch's arrest. I saw
0: that yeah have you have you kept up with the uh, the Murdoch story Ben?
1: I'm vaguely familiar because my girlfriend is actually uh, like obsessed with it okay um, so I've I've caught some strays um, some stray bits of knowledge including some bizarre pictures of just them like family portraits so I get their gimmick a little bit but um, yeah I'm probably not as uh, deep into it as you guys are.
2: So I actually learned it's Murdoch. Okay. And his name, which is A-L-E-X,
1: It's like
2: U G H, it's uh... Murdoch. Yeah. spelled. But no, no no family has more perfectly embodied the large adult son. <laughs> 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 Everything about them is lower tier SEC fan, you know? Like they don't look like that put together southern, yeah. you know, but like well enough. And, yeah, they, uh, they, they put her warrant out for the arrest of the, of the patriarch today, and they arrested the guy that he hired to kill him and make it look like a suicide last night.
0: Yeah, see, that was a key. <clears throat> you know, whatever we were looking at the facts yesterday or uh, last week, and, and I was having a real tough time coming up with a way to put them all together, hire someone else to try to kill you does now seem like the obvious answer.
2: It does, but boy, talk about your old your all time like negatively graded play in tape review. <laughs> you're sitting down <laughs> with someone. You're like, Z, I mean, this is one thing that I needed you to do. I told you to shoot me in the head. <laughs> just, like I didn't even ask you to shoot me, me in, in the, the leg and make it not like a, a mortal wound. Like and yeah. was was he like
0: driving by and shooting? Because I know it was a roadside shooting, but like. Can't you just get out? Fuck, why one? Just riddle the body with bullets. <laughs> you would think
2: <laughs> that would have been well, that easier. cuts into your profit
1: as a hitman. <laughs> yeah, 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 your uh, bullet expenditures.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. And then the other thing, uh, see so you can tell your girlfriend about this one, Ben, and you could be up on all the stupid shit that I follow in the news. Do you guys know about the van couple? No. I I don't
0: begin to know what that means.
2: All right. Well, you're going to, much like Choose Energy, hear a lot more about this in the coming days and weeks. Okay. I've seen that picture. This is Nancy Grace's lane type shit.
0: Yeah. It's a hot white woman.
2: So an Instagram couple from Florida, I say Instagram couple because they're early 20s. They look nice and they uh, document everything on the Grom they decided they were going to take a, a van trip cross country and look at all the beautiful places. I believe they did stop in Arizona. Uh, they were. In I thought they were only looking for the beautiful places. <laughs> okay. Hey-o. Uh, uh all, all the great national parks that are found across the American West. He got home 10 days ago or so to Florida. She was not with him. Yeah, we just got
0: separated at a rest stop. You know, know I looked for a
2: while, but what can you do? And then I drove 13 states. Making time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. The hotel
0: said they wouldn't hold the reservation.
2: Yeah. I I hope you understand. They wouldn't let us do a late checkout. Yeah. So uh, he has not spoken to the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) Never a good sentence to be (laughs) said.
0: Like, I also haven't, but no one would say
1: that.
2: Right. Right. (laughs) That's that's
1: wild. Have you guys heard? So I did hear my my Murdaugh update was uh, about the housekeeper. Have you guys heard about that thing? Yeah. I haven't.
2: Yeah, I'm a little bit fuzzy on because I actually started a podcast on this, but there's there's so many there's so many deaths related to this family that she's like getting a, a lower tier bid. Yeah. But like in 2015, a housekeeper like tripped and fell down at their house.
1: <laughs> oh okay. yeah, died. Yeah, died at the house.
2: Yeah, Ooh. and the dad settled, like, with, I think they say settled, like, the case out of court with the family, but I'm not even sure if that's exactly what happened. But yeah, they had a housekeeper, and she just, just fell. Yeah, I mean, it happens every day. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Uh, it reminds, like,
0: the thing that I do always want to keep in mind, like, uh, the, Whitey Bulger won the lottery, you know? <laughs> Never just uh, <laughs> stay focused. Like, sometimes Wild, like, he didn't rig it. Uh, you know, just in the course of being a giant uh, crime boss, regularly played the lottery, and he did win. So, uh, you know, sometimes wild things happen that aren't related. But I'd like to know more. Investigation is occurring into the house.
2: This would be like if Whitey Bulger won the lottery five years in a row. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's tougher to pull off.
0: Um, yeah, but the the other story that I've seen in the news featured prominently is. Uh, USC and Clay Helton were actually going on a similar uh, vacation tour to that
2: couple. <laughs> who's and, there, is their AD still the guy who's been there forever? No,
0: or? they've fired like two or three in the time since. Uh, who's their AD? Yeah,
1: it's no longer Lynn Swan, if that's who you're talking about. No, the guy um, they replaced him with. Pat Hayden? Pat Hayden. Yeah. No, no, he's, Pat he's Hayden, out. Swan replaced Hayden, and then this guy replaced Swan. Okay. Yeah. I want to say, yeah, and it's uh, it's Cincinnati's old AD. Okay. Oh wow, they swung
2: for the fences on that one. Huh? <laughs> ah, you know,
0: we've had a competitive team at times, including now. I mean, I'm I'm sweating coming up in a couple weeks.
2: Ooh, revenge game for BK.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. But don't know he has horses. But yeah, no, uh, USC showed back up in Florida, and they, they don't know where Clay <laughs> went. And they're
2: they're refusing to talk to the FBI right now. <laughs> yeah, they have
0: no comment. Um, what happened? <laughs> what do you like? Why they hire him? Well, he's. Been, I mean, explain. Why did he get into coaching? That's my big question. Just,
2: I just don't. Well, under, I don't understand the story. Ben, do yeah. you have an
0: explanation?
1: I mean, after Stanford kicked that ass every which way an ass can be kicked, they said, "What's left for Clay Helton?" Um, I mean, it's, it really is baffling just the whole Clay Helton era. Yes, Um, like just when they, you know, I understand why he got the interim job because you know he's the one who ratted out Sark, so you give him a cookie for that. (laughs) Um, But then, like, I just don't see like how you make him the the head coach. And then the funny part is like as soon as he got the head job because they did it in the middle um, of his first interim year. They got boat raced like three games in a row, <laughs> and it was just it was like horrendous. But then they didn't want to go back on it because they you know they they just given him the head job, so they trotted him out there. Um, it looked like he was going to get fired like halfway through the season of one of the Darnold's years, and then they improbably reel out like eight straight and then beat Penn State in the Rose Bowl. So they extend him, and then pretty much every year since then, it's been a question on whether or not he was going to get fired, and um, here we are. Yeah,
0: he, he replaced Sarkeesian, and aside from, like, the one good Darnold year, uh, followed by, I think, a bad Darnold year. I know we kicked his ass. That's all I'm mm-hmm. sure of. Um, it, it, so he, he was the guy who replaced Sarkeesian. In that time, Sarkeesian uh, went to Alabama, became the offensive coordinator there, uh, left for two years of the Falcons, came back to Alabama, coached another two years, and now has left to join Texas. And in that entire time, the guy who replaced him has instilled confidence at no point. And every year, like, I I think that if you took a poll in America of, like, is Clay Helton good enough to keep his job? The only yes vote is the person who's deciding whether or not he keeps his job. Uh, Maybe so, him,
2: but he probably knew.
0: I, uh, yeah, no, I, I, you know you scum. <laughs> um, I, I just... It, it does break my heart though. Like I, I say all that like incredulously, like I wanted something else to happen. I want to be clear. I did not want anything else to happen. I have loved this experience, and I was pretty upset when I woke up to the news that uh, the Clay Helton wouldn't wouldn't I wouldn't even get to coach uh, coach uh, not I coach against them, but you know, I'm uh, I'm going to the uh, the Notre Dame SC game, so I, I wanted to see nice. him down there, see if maybe we could grab a beer together at Mulligan's Irish Pub.
2: He would rat you out for that. Yeah, he probably so would. So you'd, fall you'd fallen off the wagon. What was, mm. what was the Cliff Graham Harrell, like wasn't there a three days where Cliff was getting this job a couple years ago?
0: Not this job, just offensive coordinator.
2: Oh, and, and then, then that, the Cardinals then were like,
0: yeah, well, how about we make you our head coach? Yeah. And uh, just because, you know, I mean, getting people to come to Arizona. I'm sorry, that's too many Arizona jokes. It's a, it's a fine state. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and then wasn't wasn't uh, Helton pissed off about it?
1: Yeah, Helton was like, you know, it's, I think he said something about like, you know, I thought in this industry, you know, you sign a contract or your word's supposed to be. what's first of all, the coaching industry, like talking about signing a contract, is supposed to mean something. Yeah, I I cannot imagine an industry where it means less than college coaching. Yeah. Like literally. I mean, I think you know prison workers have, have more <laughs> honor with any with, with with whatever contracts they sign with their you know with their slave you know private prison labor <laughs> runners. So I don't get that. And yeah, I mean, it was wild when like Cliff Kingsbury was like, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to take an OC job at like a pretty like one of the best OC jobs in the country because that's what I can get after my Texas Tech stint to I'm now the head coach of an NFL team." <laughs> Which is just, and it was like a three-day period like those were his two offers and it's just wild that those were the two offers
2: and that's how graham harrell ended up with the job is like they basically were like well who's somebody you know who's yeah, kind of got yeah, yeah. some of the same shit well that you've is there done? Anyone who's met him that's in coaching
0: <laughs> yeah uh yeah died uh I, I don't how how do you get mad at someone for taking an nfl head coaching job like, even yeah. the, the, you know, past coach, like even in a situation where there's ironclad contracts, I think that you would be a giant asshole not to be like, yeah, you know, it's a better situation for him. We were happy to let him out of it. You know, it just goes to show you what uh, level of program we have here. ROCs are being hired by fucking NFL teams. So yeah. we're excited to find a new one.
1: Although it's hard to make that ROC when he's been there for like, I don't even like he hadn't unpacked his bags. In that yeah. Scenario. But,
0: you know, it's still just the, he's obviously a wanted name. <laughs> and uh, yes. USC had
2: him for 3 days. I do remember when the Cardinals hired Cliff though, there was a certain brand of take that was basically like did he, you know, he he's dishon- he should turn this down. <laughs> like <laughs> that he was doing like a dishonor to the game by taking a job where it was way over his. I'm like that is not how this whole country operates, dude. Like yeah. just keep faking it till you make it. Did yeah. you see you don't, his house when money. they did
1: the draft remotely last year? Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. Turn that down. Did you actually have, did you ever hear what he said about that to Rich Eisen? No. Uh, right after the draft, Rich Eisen had him on and, you know, brought up the house. And he's like, Yeah, I'm sure you've seen like this became quite a topic online. And it, Clay's like, Yeah. Uh, Cliff's like, Yeah. You know, I saw all the memes about it. And, Probably the best one was someone photoshopped the Brazzers logo on on there.
1: <laughs> what is like, that?
2: What a real one. Because <laughs> I was thinking it. Yeah, absolute legend. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so, uh, you know, just continuing around the world of college football, trying to find the big storylines. Ben, how much Presbyterian have you been watching?
1: You know what? I haven't, other than you know, some some Twitter gifs. Um, I have not seen any. Um, I mean, they're running some wild stuff. I'll if you have any that. questions,
2: Jake's here. I've seen a fair. Uh, I've seen a fair amount of it.
1: I mean, are you thinking is this the man to bring Texas back? Because <laughs> I, I'm not seeing it yet for
2: for old Sark. Well, the thing is, I don't know anything about these teams they're playing. Like, I find it hard to believe that a team that he was taking over has. That much of a talent advantage and there's that much of a talent discrepancy between the teams they're playing But it might just be because they're playing the first part of the I don't I don't really know it would just seem to me that If the guy before got fired or left, then it was going to be a team It was going to be a leech-like situation where he's going to have to run this shit just to try to stay on the field and That's not the that's not the case at all. His quarterback went to Pulaski So that's a huge help yeah, that's yeah. nice. Like he, did, he at least had that guy. He got a decent amount of his staff just for uh, anyone to come who's not over with
0: followed him. this uh, super closely. This is the Arkansas high school head coach who never punts got hired to. Uh, what what division is the college coach is that in? Uh,
2: it's I think it's just FCS. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, is that an FCS school and uh, has been putting up the points?
1: Yeah, never punts onside kicks every time and then his offense is designed to have his three players touch the ball as many times as possible so a lot of laterals a lot of like reverse passes um just wild stuff
0: yeah yeah if it works and I mean he had an amazing record in Arkansas as I recall he did um, you know it's exciting it's the future
2: I think Pulaski actually <clears throat> we're getting way lost in the weeds here but I think they lost their last game maybe and I only know this because they hired a guy who was a camp body for the Cowboys yeah uh, like back in 2000 maybe 2002 Mm -hmm. and we had that guy on and I'm actually going to go see them play against Liberty Christian in Argyle
1: Liberty Christian in uh, Argyle yeah I was like is that a local school coached by
2: is this a road trip not a road trip but it is Pulaski v. Jason Witten oh it's Jason Witten's team.
0: He's uh, he's molding young men.
2: He is, he's yeah.
0: Show, that's insane, dude. I know. Why? I don't know.
2: Is it, I mean, because you hate your family.
0: I guess you know. It just I or just you it, love
2: ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, Those two if, things have never not been the same person. If, if you love
0: ball, uh, I just are, is there not like Argyle ball that you could do, like. Like it's not I don't t- want to
2: deal with that bureaucratic bullshit. Just go over to Taps and play in the uh, parochial, parochial division, and they can't get all in your business.
0: I thought that they. I think they are a UIL school. They're just one of the smaller UILs. Really? Not five A. They're think Christian so. though. I mean Jesuits in UIL. There's all know. sorts of private. Uh, I'm out of my depths now. Yeah, it's okay. But I'm just. I'm just saying. Like, it's not only is it not an NFL. It's not college. It's not the top level of Texas high school football. It's the second level of Texas high school football.
2: He wants to earn
0: it. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a good school. Like, it's a good football school within that level. But maybe the challenge could be
2: good. Well, I'm going to be on the sideline.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I were on the opposing sideline, I think that I could, I could match up. <laughs> <laughs> if that's all he's challenging himself with. Um... But yeah, so uh, what, 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 what do you think of uh, the Stanford Cardinal this year, Ben? I mean, it was quite an impressive performance, but, uh, you know, what's the ceiling for a team that loses to K State?
1: And, I mean, not just loses to K State, like, re- really, really gets beat. Like, if K State was the kind of team that tried to score touchdowns, like, that game, they could have picked their score. Um, <laughs> the score itself was 24 to 7. Yeah, like it could have been forty-five to six. <laughs> so, <laughs> easily.
0: Ben, Ben's uh, gasping in horror seasons. at a team that scored twenty-four on them. <laughs> what yeah. a what a statement of. But I, I don't know. They they looked great Saturday. We watched a lot of that game. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, new QB. Um, so you know that's obviously that that made a big difference. Just like any. I mean, Jack West is a guy who I've seen playing like four games now over three years. And, you know, I think I mentioned on Twitter, like he has to be just like the greatest dude in the history of of just life. Because every time he's played, he's just looked so freaking dog shit. And they keep trotting him out there anytime they get a chance to because he's just got to be just like a great, tremendous kid and, you know, knows the offense inside and out. But he's just the worst in-game player I've like maybe ever seen. So the fact that we took half his snaps and gave them to, you know, someone who's like a real Division One football player, that made a huge difference. Um, uh-huh. But other than that, you know, I, I think USC stinks. It just – that is what it is. Um, and USC is like they're always – bad co- teams with bad coaches are always going to fold. You know, that, that game went very well from just a how it w- went for us standpoint. Like we popped an 80-yard run like the second play of, uh, you know, the game. And like USC under Clay Helton is not known for their resilience, <laughs> and their, uh, their 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 good attitude and toughness. So um, I don't want to say they folded it in right there, but like it was like it was pretty immediate that they were just like ah on to the next one. Our coach is getting fired some eventually anyway. So obviously Stanford looked great and a lot of things went well. But like if we played USC again next week with an interim coach and you know they get out to a lead on us, like it could be I don't want to say the the score would be exactly flipped, but there's no way we're blowing them out again.
0: Yeah, uh, man, that Kansas State game was a home game for you guys. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, going all the way to Kansas. How are you supposed to? Different
1: time zone. <laughs> no, that was it. Was in Dallas because oh, I was okay, that's in right. Dallas. That's yeah, right. I, was in I apologize. Well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was a nine a.m. body clock game. You know, don't want to <laughs> don't want to make any excuses, <laughs> but you know. That's just, I'm just stating facts (laughs) on the podcast. (laughs) I'm so sick of that. Uh, I don't know how many
0: people recall the year that the committee seemed dead set on trying to uh, squeeze Stanford into the playoff on, well, you know, it was really early whenever they got blown out by a dog shit team. I think it was Northwestern, right?
1: We lost by one score to Northwestern and then we beat Iowa by 75 points. (laughs) Okay. I think Christian McCaffrey had 900 total yards against Notre Dame. That year, too. So I think we would have been fine in the playoff. What, uh, which
0: one was that?
1: Because <laughs> uh, his senior year, he was hurt. Yeah. So this was his, um, 15. Yeah. This was the year he finished second. And no, th- I'm trying to think which one. I'm trying to think which one it was. I want to he say he had two we big two. years,
0: and the yeah. one in '16, uh, he was hurt. His senior year, he was hurt against us. I was, I was at yeah. that one. We did lose. Uh, <laughs> it's was, it was a bad time, but this is an odd uh, game he, to he hold up. Not, uh, he did not, he uh, did not run wild because he didn't run at all. And then uh, mm-hmm. the year prior, uh, he did fine. But you guys kicked a last-second field goal to again. I, in these games, I'm bragging about. We went 0-2, but. Uh, I don't think that McCaffrey was a giant problem.
1: I'm guessing he was. <laughs> okay. I can't you know. He at some point good. I was beating you all starts to run together, you know, <laughs> they're all they're all the same. Yeah. Speaking Notre Dame's look good this year, huh? You guys got be pretty fired up for the Irish.
0: You know how many wins you guys got? I see one here. We have two. It's double that number.
2: I've had the very yep. interesting experience of watching most of both games with TC. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's been tough.
0: I don't, I don't know. I I I wish that we uh that we had more than we have. It it really seems like it could be in for some rocky times. <laughs>
1: I'll I'll say this, like how Brian Kelly's handled it. Like this is this is probably the most I've ever agreed with Brian Kelly when he was in favor of genocide of everyone involved with the Notre Dame football team. Players, coaches, obviously camera operators, that's been a long held belief. But um yeah.
0: Jesus Christ, dude. Let the man rest. It's get, like, on your last dying breath, you're going to be fucking making fun of a, a dead team. <laughs> Good God. <laughs>
1: I was just, this is, that was the whole reason I, I agreed to do the podcast today. So I, I have no So doubt. I could
2: get that bit in. See, I usually just stop at assaulting the strength and conditioning coach. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's <laughs> not really an assault. We've, we've been over this. We watched the video. It's just, you know, that's a family thing. We, we're all in the family and sometimes you roughhouse.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, you know th- this is this is the classic uh, humorless cancel culture America. Won't even let Brian Kelly make a single good quality joke on television, and we all just gotta get all serious.
1: I do agree that like what he said was not a big deal. I mean, the delivery was piss poor, but you know, I don't think anyone's ever considered Brian Kelly wildly charismatic or funny. <laughs> so I, I get I get that, but yeah. I mean, everyone who's ever, like, heard a football quote has heard that John McKay quote. So, let's Yeah, there there were people
0: on Twitter seriously pretending like they hadn't. And that, that was the most upsetting thing. Like, if you haven't, I just don't know that you ought to be commenting, you know? It doesn't seem like you have a depth of knowledge in the field.
1: Yeah, yeah. Especially as a football, you know, media member.
0: Yeah. So do you think Stanford's going to do anything in the Pac-12 or?
1: Nah. Yeah. Um, I'm, if we go six and six, I'll be very – I'll be pleased after watching that first game. Um, I mean, I think – I mean, I, again, I think the Pac-12 is bad except for Oregon and UCLA. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, ASU is in the top 25, but if we beat ASU, like, I won't be surprised. Um, but, again, at this point, college football is so weird where there's like five good teams – There's like another ten teams that are like not really close to those five teams, but like better than everyone else. And then like I feel like teams like twenty through sixty, just like all right, any given Saturday we'll see what happens. Roll the ball out.
0: Yeah, I don't even know that there's five this year. I I don't know that there's. I mean, like I'm not sold on the Spencer Rattler experience. I would have to grant that Georgia did beat Clemson, but then I'm not super impressed with Clemson. Uh, in Oregon, you know, I mean, they beat Ohio State. I think it's clear Ohio State's not as good as they were, but they're still very good. Uh, yeah. So just, I, I would Ohio
1: put, State doesn't have a QB. It's tough when you don't have a quarterback.
0: Yeah. So I, I, I'd say Alabama, Georgia, and Oregon. I, I have full respect for and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. You know, I mean, I don't want to discount them. They haven't done anything bad. Um,
2: and now A and M doesn't have a quarterback.
0: Yeah, they do have to go head to head with Scott Frost
1: this weekend. So that'll be a big test. <laughs> that, that is. <laughs> That is, this, I th- can we officially say Nebraska not back? TC, are you comfortable with that statement? <laughs> it appears
0: that they are currently not back. <laughs> Whenever you're losing to uh, to Illinois, but although I see here that they they did put a whooping on Fordham, so I guess the uh, the news here is that, that Fordham was has Buffalo.
1: Up. Oh, did they play? They played three already. Because yes. they de- they did cover versus Buffalo last Saturday. In case yeah, you're yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> well that that is my uh I don't know why we've talked about actual football this long. I just want to know how the you know, are you up? Are you down? How's how's this season been as far as uh, bovada.com.
1: So sports gambling legal in Arizona, so we are now all our funds have been transferred to onshore. That's Hell been Very yeah. lovely. Yeah, I'm so yeah. happy for you.
0: I, was, I actually <laughs> had that written down because I wasn't sure, but it seemed possible. Arizona is a state that doesn't seem like uh, shy about
1: gambling issues. Um, We're very
0: progressive. That's wonderful, dude.
1: Uh, big oh, ups. It's, oh, it's been great. It's been um, it's been tremendous. Um, but this weekend was actually the first weekend because in just. One of those wild coincidence, coincidences we were talking about with uh, Whitey Bulger winning the lottery. Um, sports gambling legal on the first day of the NFL season. Hmm. Just
0: <laughs> wild coincidence,
1: you know. I'm sure it was just good luck and all that <laughs> stuff for the uh, NFL owners. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's been good. I'll tell you what, I lost the freaking. I'm. I mean, I'm sure we're going to get to eventually anyway. But Army Western Kentucky um, <laughs> <this> Saturday. <laughs> Army's up twenty one points, land <laughs> five and a half in the fourth quarter and don't cover. Army, was like whole thing is taking the air out of the ball, and then they were yeah. also never in danger of losing. It was like an, they were never in danger of losing, but somehow don't cover five and a half when they were up twenty one. That, <laughs> that was that was <laughs> That was a dark morning. <laughs> yeah, that was. I had
0: that was an early game, and then so for the rest of the rest of the day, no matter chasing. what happens.
1: Well the, well, the good news is it, it was an early game, so we had plenty of time to chase, uh, <laughs> which is which is always good. But actually, you know, my, my sound like good news. My guys, Jim Harbaugh and David Shaw, um, found a way to, to close it out, close out the night right. Um, That's so, good.
0: That's good. Yeah. yeah. What uh, what what total bullshit game are you on this week? Do you have any tips for the listeners?
1: You know what? I haven't looked at the lines. Um, haven't looked at the lines yet, but I can tell you that we're probably going to be on the Chanticleers Clears again because they were great for us last year, and we're just going to ride them till till we get bucked. And then I really like Tulane this year, just in general. Um, oh, there you go, Jake. We're going to be on Tulane a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the fabulous <coughs> Kim brothers. So um, I don't know who they're playing yet, but
0: uh, they play Ole Miss. Line is fourteen. Dude, they Ooh, might actually Ole be Miss a pretty too. good team. Yeah. I don't know
2: anything about Ole Miss.
0: Uh, I, Ole <clears throat> Miss took apart uh Louisville in the the opening weekend, so I I that seems like a weird line to me. Like I would I would think that I would like Ole Miss there.
1: I really like Ole Miss. I really like Tulane, so that's probably going to be a stay away game. I think Coral is like a potential number one overall pick guy at uh, Ole Miss. I might look ridiculous here in seven weeks because he's a wild one and he just you know he's he's a gunslinger if you will. But like just as far as like running around back there and then slinging it like that dude is pretty ridiculous.
2: Yeah. Oh, boy, I'm seeing the action network really hates taking Stanford this week.
0: Who they got? Oh, <laughs> we uh, got Trav- the Commodores. Yeah. Dude, you guys haven't fared well against the Clark Lee defense traditionally, so
1: <laughs> that is that is true. Um I'll tell you what, I think uh the under in that game, I don't know what it is if it's above 40. <laughs> I'm probably going to be on the under there. <laughs> <About> 40. <laughs> do you have it, Jake?
2: Uh, let's see if I do. Total Stanford. This is riveting. Uh, yeah,
0: I th- I'm sorry. I yeah. thought you had it pulled up. That's my bad. Yeah. I put you on the spot.
2: I only have it pulled up uh, by rating from a website that tells me what to pick.
0: Mm. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Uh, it is 49. <laughs> so that's an easy all, easy all over that
0: <laughs> yeah. all over that <laughs> yeah it sounds right to me um yeah t- I think at 20 I or at 40 I'd still be you know I'd be sweaty.
1: that's where it's like you know what I stay away at 40 I stay away <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um so Jake after watching college football with you this weekend I I do I I'd love to have Ben's perspective on uh, this conversation just to have have him hear the the thing that I witnessed of you know like I, everyone understands being frustrated at the team that you like uh you know like there's there's times Notre Dame does that, like I love them so much that whenever they let me down I hate them deeply but to watch you, the the most animated you got watching any game that I saw was just being wildly enthusiastic over the top that uh, Texas was getting their brains beat in. Yeah. You were taken to a Texas game nearly every year as a child, uh, you know, had, had, a, had a large amount of burn orange gear, um, and uh, now appear to have your primary rooting interest in college football as uh, seeing them just get the piss knocked
2: out of them. <laughs> Could you it's it's a baffling mental thing that has occurred.
0: Could you give me any insight?
2: Yeah, I think it's mostly just it started when I didn't go to school there after doing the year at UTA and then not going to school there. And then it's really weird because Texas has such a huge t-shirt fan base. But there, I also yeah, feel like... Yeah, it's not
0: like no one who went to Texas State has ever cheered for Texas.
2: I know, but I also think that the Texas fan, like the shitty kid who's going to be chanting SEC on 6th Street like with reckless abandon, oh, probably already has. <laughs> uh I want out. That, that person, whether they're my age now or they're still down on 6th Street, they're very quick to tell you, you know, you didn't go to school here. Especially if you went to another school in Texas. Like, it's not like if, if you went to i don't know some liberal arts college in the northeast that didn't have a football team and you claim texas fandom so there's that um the last team i was really like a hardcore fan of was really only watching my brother play Mm -hmm. and that was like a completely different experience than saying you were a fan of texas uh so that's the second thing um the third thing is just i mean all that explains why you're not a fervent (laughs) texas fan
0: but you're a super fervent fan of anyone who's playing them
2: because I really only know like one speed. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and and I just I, in general like I I think that this, I'm singling them out for no reason, but their administration over the years has just always just seems so shitty to me. Like I thought Charlie Strong got a, a wrong got a little bit of a raw deal, but even really? with the, even without that, like I thought uh, every move they make they.
1: They he seem to Kansas. think
2: that 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 this is the one, and I'm kind of like with Dan and the Cleveland Indians, like I identify with like the nineteen ninety seven to two thousand Longhorns mm-hmm. and really the Big beginning James of, Brown guy James Brown Ryan Nunez, I was a huge major guy, um uh-huh. Ricky, of course, but probably the beginning of the end to to put a point on this number four was when they insisted on playing Chris Sims, yeah, and I feel like. That is such a perfect Texas move that you promised this, you know, the number one player in the country playing time, even though he couldn't really do shit. And uh, it cost you. Now, I think I'm just now realizing they've been bits since they made that decision, you know, other than the national championship.
1: Yeah, (laughs) other than that was... You know, that was not quite snake-bitten. You know, setting, the the, uh, setting the NCAA record for
0: wins by a quarterback they also occurred after.
2: two years of events where it really counted. The Michigan win, and then obviously the USC win. Yeah. And other than that, you know, it's just always a bunch of fucking hype. And I especially love it because it was Arkansas. Like, that's way more exciting to me than losing to Kansas. Even though Kansas is dog shit. It's Arkansas. Like, they definitely are one of the teams that still think that Texas is a rival, and Texas is quick to tell you we only have, like, two rivals, and you're not one of them. Mm -hmm. And then they, like, play those teams closely or lose all the time. Yeah. uh, CTCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that shit is hilarious to me. And I actually like Sark a lot more than I like Tom Herman.
0: Well, just any time someone mixes pills and alcohol.
2: And I saw his (laughs) bar tabs, and, like, they were (laughs) fucking (laughs) – that's El- a good night. They were elite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he wasn't getting cheated on no, that expensive like,
1: account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was.
2: But it is. It was fun. It was fun to just watch them completely roll over. And uh, yeah, I'm sure they'll they'll have a top five class next year, and we'll hear all we're here. We will hear uh, hear all about it. But for well, now, once gets his guys in, that's 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 <laughs> yeah. true. That's true.
0: So what, what are your uh, – I guess, Ben, what did you think about the uh, the Clemson-Georgia game? Did you – I presume you were focused
1: on that one? Great defense. Um, yeah, I mean, Georgia's defense just looks absurdly great. I mean, Clemson's defense looks good too. I here's the thing, though, like I was more impressed by Georgia's um, defense because I think Clemson's offense, even with some of the holes, is probably going to be better than Georgia's offense. I'm just – you, you can't make me take j t daniel seriously, like I know he got hot in the second half of last year, um but i'm just i there's certain things i refuse to do um and taking j t daniel as seriously as a quarterback is one of them but i think um yeah, i mean, I don't know how you can watch george's like front seven and not just be like in awe of like what they what they were doing out there. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't know who's going to beat them except for Alabama. I don't know who's going to move the ball on Georgia. And then I'm sure Alabama will score like 35 points on them. And I'll be like, well, this is dumb. Or like Lane Kiffin will put up 40 somehow on them if they got Ole Miss coming through. But every other game, it feels like they're just going to choke the life out of everyone.
0: Like what do you think if if they did play? I mean, the teams after them are Oklahoma and Oregon. I don't think either of those are on the current schedule. But uh, do you have any idea how you think that they would match
1: up? i think they would kick the shit out of oregon up front um yeah. oklahoma you know i'll be honest i haven't i wish i would have watched more of that two lane game or t- yeah two lane game because i love two lane i just love watching them play and I, I mean oklahoma runs cool shit too um but i just i just missed it for whatever reason oklahoma is just one of those schools where you know i'm one of like most people like it, as soon as i think about oklahoma i think they're a little soft just because that's how it is and Georgia this Georgia team seems like the kind of team that would like expose that immediately and then it's one of those things where you're watching the game after like two drives like oh shit this is like this is different dudes versus versus regular dudes but you know I I still have some faith in Rattler the talent is like so great where you can see him putting it together and if he you know if you got like a legit NFL QB with like not terrible college talent around him and they're like hot like literally anything can happen um it's just yeah. it's just one of those deals.
0: Yeah. No, I, I would I wouldn't really want a situation where JT Daniels had to outscore Spencer Rattler. Like I, you know, I mean, I I think last year, in my opinion, Rattler made a number of uh, game losing plays in big situations, and I would like to see him not do that for an extended period of time before I have a lot of respect for him. Like I, I could very easily see him throwing two really dumb picks <clears throat> in the fourth quarter of a game against Georgia. That's it. Feels to me like it's already happened. But uh, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, he 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 also does have some talent. I would I would have to grant. Yeah, Georgia's schedule looks pretty easy. They go to Auburn. They have Arkansas. I'm just going through the ranked teams. They they have Florida, obviously, um, and that's it for ranked teams on their schedule.
1: Yeah, Auburn might be good. I mean, we'll see after this week. I guess um, at least get a better feel. Although, I mean, it's I'm, still, I'm not still sure Bo Penn Nicks. State's good. Yeah, yeah, it's still Bowlegs, which. It's like Spencer Rattler, but without like the good parts, <laughs> just, <laughs> Yes. Like, <laughs> the ridiculous turnovers. Um, yeah, but Spencer Rattler,
0: yeah. I'm waiting for more information. Bo Nix, I need no further.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. What what a uh, what do you think UCLA ceiling is? I think UCLA can win the Pac-10. I mean, I think I think they got it going. Um,
0: they walked in with I, a, just a ton of returning talent.
1: Yeah, they had a ton of guys coming back. We were pretty good last year and they should have beat us. We you know, we, we came from behind and they had some, you know, some bad turnovers and we were actually we, we had a little bit of a we had a weird COVID deal where we weren't allowed to play a home game after our first game of the year, so and we still, you know, we went five and one or something on the road. Um, so we were actually pretty legit last year and they should have beat us and they had everyone coming back basically and they seem to be playing better than they were at the end of last year. I'm not huge on LSU. Um, I think Coach O, yeah. as awesome as he is at life and being a defensive line coach, is maybe not the best head coach. And obviously he won a national title, and I'm super happy for him, and I'm glad we all experienced that together. But Even as it was
0: happening, it didn't feel like this is a, a dominant coach who's just you know got the game figured out. It yeah. feels like they happened to find one of the most brilliant offensive minds Didn't even have the, like, good sense to put him as the offensive coordinator, but, like, still managed to ride that to, uh, you know, I mean, they they also had a ton of
2: talent, you know. I thought the moment that I realized or thought it was over, which sucks because it was also very exciting, was I don't remember what game it was at the end of the year when he was interim and, like, all the Tom Herman shit was swirling around and he went into the locker room. It might have been – did they beat Alabama that year? No way. There was a year – the year that he was interim and, like, all the players started rallying for him. And yeah, there was, like, videos from the locker room of, like, their last couple games where they're just – he's fucking losing his mind. And the team is just <laughs> – you know, they're feeding off it. They're tweeting about, like, this is our guy. Like, you know, we, we, we only play for Coach O. I'm like – Man, this, these videos are all really cool, and they should definitely not make this guy the head coach. <laughs> and that feels like the worst prisoner of the moment hire you could make.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I don't, I, I kind of, I'm not advocating that they uh, fire him or even consider anything else. I love a world in which Coach O coaches at LSU, and I don't think LSU is the kind of program that can like absolutely expect that they ought to just be in the top ten every year. And he'll probably get them into the top ten every four years, five years, whatever things click again. Uh, so I, I I think it's all fine, but uh, you know I I don't think that it, it just he shows up and uh, now the team's going to be amazing. I think that UCLA probably could beat him without being elite. It was in uh, yeah, it was in California.
1: Yeah. Well, and the good news is you don't have to be elite to win the Pac-10 is my uh, <laughs> or Pac-12. I yeah that is I don't news. think yeah I don't think that's a concern.
0: They lost ten nothing to Alabama the Cocho year. So that's that's a win in itself. Yeah, holding I'm Alabama to in it ten out. is fairly amazing.
2: So did Les Miles finish all of twenty fifteen? It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, they were I'm in twenty sixteen. So I mean, they they beat A&M a And M good bit, um, beat a ranked Arkansas team at Arkansas.
2: Okay, that's Maybe about on, it. Whatever. I just remember them being sure. very very fired up about it, and then immediately thinking, oh no.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you know. He's from Lafouche Parish. There you where, go. Where is uh, where
0: is Lafouche in the state?
2: Man, he might even be from Cutoff or he's from near Cutoff, which is an actual place. I was talking it's, about this in the course of discussing <clears throat> True Detective. I was
0: speculating that uh, you know like the rest of the the country thinks that like, you know, like if you ask about like the area around Lafayette where True Detective is set, They'd be like, that's a wild place, you know, like just not just not like just culturally so different and like weird. And it's like that's why they set the show there in some extent. But I would speculate that uh, the people around Lafayette feel that way about like the people that live in like the bottom of the map.
2: Yeah, like well, that it's
0: another order of magnitude.
2: Considering yeah. I have family in one and a lot of their close friends and family live in the other, you're absolutely right. <laughs> okay, good. I was I mean, and and I sort of want to. I want to find a way to take a vacation
0: just to the 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 part that the weird part thinks is the weird part.
2: Well, the place that's near where he's from, where we have a close family friend from it's literally called cutoff
0: (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) uh near excel there's a texas town called cut and shoot it's not and it's in
2: cut and shoot cut and shoot Damn, that sounds like obviously like a very like harebrained cocaine idea from like a high school coach in the 80s. Yeah, it's like
1: we're going to like mix like Alex uh, Alex Gibbs outside zone and like the run and shoot passing game. It's it's, it's the cut and shoot.
0: The cut and shoot (laughs) offense. I I bet the cut and shoot offense would be – See, on the map here it says and, but I swear to God, I've driven by the town hall and it says – Either way
2: i can't believe i've never heard of that one
0: yeah yeah it's a good one uh you know, the uh chain of lakes recreation area is out near there great time to take your family
2: so is this the first year the ucla has been good with chip definitely yes. okay because like i kind of remember thinking last year he's going to get fired and i'm going to get a billion tweets about it again since he didn't work out in the nfl and i thought it would is it was it just covid stuff last year they were they they got better this
1: like the last four games of last year like three games but no one was really paying attention because you know they were four and two Pac-10 team or three and three whatever um, and just man Pac-10 football is not taken seriously most of the time but like during that COVID year like really no one gave a shit um, so yeah people didn't realize that the Heat started turning around the second half of last year and then. This year, I think you know there actually was some decent preseason hype around them, and like at least on on the West Coast, like oh, watch out for UCLA, and you know people had circled that LSU game as like, hey, UCLA might win that. Um, I think the line was like surprisingly tight. I think it was like UCLA was only getting three, which if you would have told you know you know Joe Bob football fan um, in you know SEC or Big Twelve country, probably would have bet his you know bet his jet ski payment on um, (laughs) on on the Tigers, but. Yeah, I mean, I think there was a little bit of hype coming into this year, but they look, they've look they looked really good.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they, they've they done things. They've had games while Chip's been there. It's been a lot of also terrible games. Like I see they lost to Utah 49-3 two years ago. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, they put up 42. They've, they've been able to score. And the the big part of the hype around them is just any time you have that much talent coming back, it's hard to fuck it up. I mean, I think that we're all going to see that over the course of the rest of the season with Toledo.
1: <laughs> I, actually, I mean, Toledo, as far as the MAC team go, is fine. Um, I, think I think they're going to walk
0: to a MAC championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they I think better. it's
1: bad when your comeback victory relies on four consecutive uh, flags in a home game, if you're Notre Dame, on, the, you know, on your two-minute drill drive.
0: I mean, but, we uh, have players that present problems for the opposing defense. <laughs> they they can't guard us. They got to foul us. So I don't apologize for that. No, we. Uh, this is about to. We have Purdue this weekend, but after that, it's uh, Wisconsin, Cincinnati, at Virginia Tech, USC, and then uh, North Carolina. And you know, I sure
2: hope that we can get two wins out of that. I probably need a break. I'll give you a little space. We'll check back in in a month or so, and then maybe we can watch another game. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did want to make sure we got this in before we got out. Just kind of your general NIL thoughts, and then how pissed are you that you didn't get, like, you know, an entire OL room deal to, like, some kind of shitty barbecue restaurant?
1: Um, I'm. I mean – I think it's awesome. I think some of the stuff we're seeing is awesome. Um, you know, some of the stuff you're like, ah, that's a little weird. Um, you know, when the Grapevine kid, or not Grapevine, uh, Southlake kid, yeah. um, skips his senior year of high school, you're like, ah, that's probably not what I had in mind, but that's still way better than, you know, Johnny Manziel having to sit out games or not make as much money as he humanly can when he was at Texas A&M and he was never going to be in a better position to make money. Um so it definitely like overall, like bulk of the thing, very happy for it. Um, and yeah, like it's not like I would have made any money, but if they would have been like, hey, Stanford offensive line, I mean, probably wouldn't have worked at Stanford anyway since no one cares about football in the Bay Area. Um, but I would have been happy for when I would visit my other friends at other colleges and maybe they get a deal and you know, I can sneak in with them because I'm a big guy too. That would have been nice. Um and yeah, I think I think it's awesome. I think it's a long time coming. Like, I, it never made sense why this wasn't the case. Like, it's the definition of a win-win where businesses want to p- pay people to advertise that they think can help their their you know their product. And it was always weird that people were like, "Oh no, you can't do that. That'll that'll ruin it." It's like, fuck off. Like, you know, I still feel up? like watching. Yeah, I still feel like watching. You know, and then people are like, well, "What happens if they start giving no-show jobs?" It's like, who cares if like. If Rep. Bomar, if some you know, Chevrolet dealer in Norman, Oklahoma, wants to pay Rep. Bomar fifty bucks an hour to not show up so he can say Rep. Bomar's on the staff, like who's like what is who's the victim of that crime? It's not Rep. Bomar. It's not you know, Anderson Chevrolet in Norman, <laughs> Oklahoma. It's I mean maybe you know maybe the local Ford dealership thinks it's unfair that they got the Bomar first, but
0: should have paid more Other
1: than that. Yeah, should have paid more. But like I just it never made sense that this wasn't legal. And um, yeah, I think it's awesome what it is.
0: You're all conference. You don't think you're getting anything,
1: man? Maybe you know the tunnels workers, the tunnel workers union started to pick up some steam, but that was after I graduated. You know <laughs> yeah. that is the nickname for the Stanford offensive line. <laughs> if that was the case, like we could have made some sick T-shirts and probably sold some. Um, but man, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I could have been a TikTok influencer. How much you know, did you accept that? under the table while you were there? Oh my god nothing so we had uh we had summer like we could stay at donors houses for the summer but we would have to pay rent and we had a compliance person come by the house that you were going to stay at and literally like go around like are you going to use that washer and like they were just keeping tally and so like the donors were like yeah you can stay you know help around the house you know and then just pay whatever it is and like at the time it was like you know for my one room it was like 800 bucks a month in, in the bay area which is still pretty cheap but then the After the compliance person came by and was like, are you going to use the washer dryer? It's like, yeah, probably. Are you going to use the kitchen? Probably. Are you going to use the pool? Yeah. It went to like $1,600 a month. And like literally this person, all they did was like walk around with the clipboard waiting to charge me money that I did not have for the record at this time. So that would have been nice to – you know, maybe I could have sponsored what – I think the guy was independently wealthy though. So I'm, I'm not sure if I could have sponsored anything for him. But compliance probably isn't such an asshole these days. Because, they're, you know, once that's open, they don't have to crack down on every little thing. Is yeah. there
2: like a family living there while you're there?
1: Oh, yeah. 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 But the Mitchells, they were great. Longtime Stanford fans. Um, so you're like it was playing yeah, I mean, FIFA it was with a
2: seventh grader in the morning and just kind of...
1: So their kids were grown and out of the house at this time. But... Um, yeah, it was uh, I mean it was, it was a cool I mean it was a sick house in uh I mean the house god I can't even imagine how expensive that thing was in Palo Alto. But uh yeah, it, it's definitely weird where you're like, you know, you come home like you know, pretty pretty lit up from uh from a Saturday <laughs> night with the boys. Um and you know, they like they're up for whatever reason and you just, you know, you have to make pleasant conversation with these, you know, 65 year old retirees about you know what, what your evening was this sounds dope <laughs>
0: on their end
2: like
0: if you're a big stanford fan just have you know one of the lads just get to know him. whenever you're watching the game day you can be like there
1: he is the guy that lived with me for a while oh they love it they love it oh um, and they, would have, they would have different people every year in the house and i think they have a lot more donor families now that um that, that house the kids over summer but um yeah, it's 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 good times. For, I'm, yeah, because I've, I've seen them at tailgates later, and you know they love to tell old stories about. I remember, you know, when I saw you drink this many beers in the
2: pool. You know, <laughs>
1: stuff, stuff like that. You just um, gotta
2: hope none of them have a like a Dan Mullen wife. Type situation. Where every time you come in, he's like, you know, we give her a got smooch. The house. Uh, house rules. <laughs> give her a little smooch. a Little one.
1: That was the fun. That watch. video was just incredible.
0: <laughs> it's great. I mean, that's that's what's great about the sport. Did you? Uh, I. You know, now now that the uh, um, statute of limitations is passed, you can tell us honestly. Um, any, uh, any Dutch goose bar tabs that they just, uh, comped for you?
1: Oh, absolutely not. I wish, I wish that place. I mean, fucking $15 beer night, seven days a week, but no, I mean, I'm telling you like Stanford's a weird place. This is, this is a good, I agree. We'll go out on this story. Uh, so, um, my freshman year I'm redshirting and, um, but you know, it was a home game. So I, uh, you know, I still went and dressed on the sideline and everyone at stanford all the athletes have to live in regular freshman dorms there's no athlete dorms there's no football dorms anything like that and so uh, i get back after the game and uh somebody was like oh hey mooth uh, you know one of the other freshmen was like hey mooth we were looking for you earlier we were playing whatever some video game uh where were you and i was like oh we we had a football game today and uh, the kids like oh really i thought you guys had one last week <laughs> <laughs> and I <was> just like, <laughs> I was like, yep. Pretty much yeah, every you
0: Saturday. do this shit all the time.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was like, pretty much, pretty much every Saturday, we're, we're going to have games. <laughs> you can expect that. From the funny me. part about that is, like, it's not, there's no analogous or like transferable sport that he could have been thinking of <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like it's not oh i thought it was like baseball i thought I it was it's like it's literally he
0: wasn't the big sports guy no, he's
2: like you, no i come here to play one saturday of fall and they give me fifty thousand dollars of tuition for that counter-strike
0: <laughs> they don't have counter-strike tournaments every week that's what he knows yeah. maybe yeah. so
2: well awesome man it's good to
0: talk to you uh happy to, to talk to you a couple more times in the season and you know uh, guess the big. The message is just congrats on legal gambling in Arizona.
1: Yeah, I think I think we're all winners um, with with that. I mean, yeah. I mean, not winners in like per se that I'm going to win money. <laughs> You're going to lose a lot. <laughs> yeah, but winning in spirit.
0: Awesome man. Right, man. Uh, good to talk to you.
2: That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.